LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. An LDG desktop tuner works automatically with nearly any station and up to 1,000 watts. LDG power tuners are ideal for portable and mobile use as they consume almost no current and can be powered by internal batteries that last up to a year. LDG tuners are backed by our two-year, fully transferable warranty and our legendary customer service, the best in the industry. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. This is the uh, podcast. Been kicking it since 2015. My name is Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. And, uh, of course, the normal cast of characters are here. And if you're around in the live area, you can join us on YouTube as we do our community live stream. This show is recorded. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. But when you subscribe, you can come back and participate live in the chat, which is always fun. And uh, I'm here early again, you know, and I'm talking to Sidecar. Sidecar comes in. He's like, what's going on with the calendar? I'm like, dude, I still got the calendar. He's like, you didn't even take it out of the wrapper. I'm like, all right, I'll take it out of the wrapper. And then this dude's taking, like, the biggest steamer. Look at this. (laughs) You know, and I'm like, this show, this show has changed so much. Um, look at him. Look and see this guy. And I'm like, come on, this poor dog is like, he needs to just snap the rope. Snap the rope, dog. Here's, an, exactly. here's another one. He's just he's just squeezing a rope out. This is German German Shepherd, and he's got the look That's on his a, face, like you know, it can, a little bit of privacy. That would be cool. Who exactly. does this? You know. So anyway, the calendar has now come out of its wrapper, and uh, there yeah. we go. Oh, my fingers in it. Sorry about that. Yeah, so we're just Wash sharing some hands. images from uh, Pooping Pooches. And the reason this came up is because we're going to highlight a club today. And uh, the club is called the Lakeway Amateur Radio Club. And the representative of that club is Ben. And Ben is the one who sent me this thing. And I know I'm taking a lot of risk by bringing him on here. He's like Kilo X-Ray 4 Tango Quebec. And we'll, we'll catch up with him in a little bit. And we'll, you know, I don't know. You know, it's all right. I And Steve's like, hang it up. Put the, you got to hang it up. I'm like, I'm not going to hang it up. You got to hang it up. Hang it up. We but anyway, it up. there you we go. got to get it up. If not, I'll hang one up right over underneath the uh, Route yeah. 66. Yeah, well, maybe I should have sent it to you. I could have kept the cell- I cellophane order one, on it. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get one. I got a little uh, Havapu. She's a mix. She's hypoallergenic. She's a super sweet dog, and my kids just love her to pieces, right? But um, every and now I'm just kind of tainted uh, by the, the thought of this because every time she goes out and I try to look away real quick like you know she'll hit that spot find the spot and I have to look away because she'll look back like don't put me in that calendar next year I'm not your 2023 uh, poochie calendar at all but uh, welcome and thanks for coming by uh, I hope everybody's doing well we appreciate you being here let's do a quick weather check here 21 degrees here at game time and what a week it has been here. We did uh, miss a little bit of school. We had the rain. Crazy, Steve. This is uh, sort of the extreme weather. I think that's a new buzzword in the, that the media uses for our temperature swings and things like that. Well, I don't know. We were up 60-some 
62, 63 degrees, you know, you know, and next thing you know, that night went down about 40, down 19, and then all of a sudden rain, the rain pops in, freezing rain uh, gets colder, we got a quarter inch of rain and about a dusting of snow and it shut the whole place down again. So it's like every week we're dealing with some sort of nuttiness. This week it just happened to be another icy you know, a quarter inch of ice and a dusting of snow, man. That's got people going crazy. And and it's the ice. <laughs> you know, they don't know how to yeah, drive. The they don't worst. know to it's... stop. Stop driving. Yeah. Don't go out in it. You know, like it's uh, give them a chance to do some clearing, but the people won't do it. And then guys like you have to go and dig them out of the ditch because they won't, you know. But the next day, which was yesterday, we get up to 35, 37, and it's a melt. So we got a big... You know, it's just one of those waves. We didn't have a crazy, terrible week, but about a 24-hour period where it just shut us shut us all down again because it's like, what what is happening? And I, I don't know. Those temperature swings like that where it drops so quickly, oh, well, that's what it was. But, uh, you know, ice is, uh, ice is the worst. I would rather deal with a 8 inches, 10 inches of snow than... That's easy to deal with. Yeah. It's the black, it's the ice and black ice is just absolute worst. And then they try to predict, you know, these predictors and like my daughter's <laughs> school, they were like, look, the predictor people, the meteorologists and bless their heart, you know, who would, who wouldn't want a job where you could be wrong most of the time, but you know, it's not 90% slap it of the time. Oh my God. And you keep your job and those people are paid. They're union gigs and they're on television and whatever and radio too. And so the school system's going by what, you know, they say. And mm-hmm. so the head of school at my daughter's school said, you know, the rain and all that's not supposed to start until after 3.30. So we're going to do a full day. And everybody's like, cool. Would you know by 11.30 in the morning? So it made like my wife, it's just the way you have to take care of your family and all this sort of stuff. Like now she's in this mess because they they were like, you know, believe in the weather people, mm. hour down to the city to pick her up, hour back and just dicey conditions much earlier than expected. It, that's one of those kind of weeks, first world problems. Right. But I have to say, exactly. I was pacing around a little bit, man. I was Because I, you know, I'm cool. You can do whatever you want to do and dump whatever you want to do on me if my people are here. If everybody's here, I'm cool. Like, give me, give me whatever you got. We'll dig out of it. But man, when they're out on the road and your people are out there in the ice, I was like, Shh. it's been that kind of week here at the ranch. Anywho, how about you, Steve? I got a, a hint of it was probably a, a big S filled, a pooping pooches filled was, kind of week. It for was you. a pooping pooches uh, kind of a week. Oh. <laughs> so I, uh, I had some pretty long days. Uh, it, uh, it went sideways. Uh, the upgrade on a uh, at a site uh, microwave terminal just went to it went to poop it, and it was a two day poop fest but uh, we eventually got it a couple of late nights getting home and just walk in the door at eight nine o'clock and it's like okay here we go mm-hmm. uh, eat something real quick and go to bed and start up again and out the door at 6 a.m and out to the uh, rest of the uh, poop world. But yesterday turned out to be pretty good. Weather was kind of nice uh, throughout the week here, even though I missed some of it. <clears throat> I was on in western Washington, so 
dealing with a lot of the overcast that uh, that they have. But you know, looking at my weather app, and it was like, oh, 50s, sunny, and and back here at home. But uh, that's going to change. Uh, we're currently 42 degrees, and uh, we're going to have a dusting of snow on Monday, and temperatures going back to hmm. the highs near freezing and lows in the single to double uh, low double digits. So. Here we go. The meteorologists weren't wrong. They were just mm-hmm. um, like, it's coming. They can get they can get that it's coming and expecting them to hit it at a, at a certain time. But maybe they need to just not give a certain time, you know, because they were like, by 3.30, and then you're like, okay. So, you know, I'm all for it, and I watch the weather, and I know there's a lot of people, they want to hear us talk about that. The weather stations are a topic mm-hmm. that people want us to talk about. People love watching the weather and all that, so... I'm not oh, yeah. doing a poop and pooches on the meteorologist per se. It's just, well, you know, when you're clinging to, it's more maybe we're clinging to these hard, uh, oh, there you go. There you go. Anytime there is <laughs> some sort of innuendo <clears throat> or something amateurish, we'll have to lay that in there. Yeah, but we just can't be locked into the specific times of it. Yeah. You know, it gets kind of weird when you when you're expecting that sort of deal. I got to bring Scotty in here. Uh, actually, p- drop your temperatures in there if you haven't yet. Let us know where you are. We can work all states. I, I don't think we can do that here today, but eh. we can find out where you are and what your temperature is. If you're into the weather like that, go ahead and lay it on us. Here's another guy with a crappy week. And yeah, if you're following along oh. in the Discord, uh, Scotty. I thought mine was bad. Scotty's takes the cake. Yeah. So just to catch everybody up. His lady friend's car was stolen, missing for, I don't know, what was it, a week before it was Three recovered? Weeks. All right. Three weeks. Three weeks. Jeez. Oh, so his car is stolen, missing for three weeks. And then a day or so ago, you found it, and you gave us an update. Like, what's what condition was this ride in when it was found? <laughs> yeah, so it's quite the story. So the car was swiped three weeks ago. Got a call from Baltimore City. They found it. We go to get it. Um, and they had tried to do a pimp my ride situation on the car. They tinted all the windows, all the windows, 5% limo black tint. They had installed a, uh, like a, a cold air intake, hot rod intake air filter on it. Um, they totally gutted the car out, cleaned the car out. They installed a, a sun strip across the top of the windshield. Um, and they, they had swiped something when they were running around in it and bashed up the driver's side quarter oh. pretty good. I posted some photos on the on the Discord. Hmm. Um, but the car ran pretty much the same as when it was taken. And uh, drove I drove it back out of the city, back to Ellicott City, and uh, rode fine. So, and sounds to me right. like uh, you got an upgrade apart from getting hit on the side. Yeah. And you got like a, uh, a bunch of weed on the inside. So There was, there was a pile of uh, smoked blunts and roaches and a um, ba- bunch of empty bags of edible gummies. Wow. Um, and the car as well. So they were having a good old time. And Happy Meal stickers plastered all over the dash. And a uh, <laughs> Chick- Chick- Chick-fil-A in a heart-shaped container under the driver's seat. So because it was dumped thursday or dump sunday february oh, 13th it was valentine's it, date night with the uh pimp my there, ride yeah it was recovered uh friday or monday morning the 14th valentine's day so there was uh there was even a valentine's day gift from chick-fil-a in the car for us when we went again wow lovely 
The gummies alone should <laughs> should pay for the side door swipe. There there may or may not be a few left in the glove box. I, right. Yeah, I don't I know can't. what happened to that stuff, but uh, I, I, I don't know, I I don't know did, what you're talking about. I did give you my P.O. box. Uh, <laughs> can you see the chat now? I guess some folks are putting in uh, in yeah, their, their got... temps. We can run down some temps, and then we'll talk about what we're going to talk about a little bit today. As we, uh, yeah. This is the intersection of life and amateur radio, so you're getting a... Getting a, a catch up on uh, the fellas here, and you can let us know what's going on in your world. But uh, temperature wise, what do you see, Scotty? So, what we got here, we got some folks posting temperatures. But I'm looking at the YouTube on my laptop better. We got um, 46 in Central Tennessee, tennis, uh, Texas, not Tennessee, uh, KE5ADX, um, giving that report. James, uh, KA5OEB, 39 degrees and nice in Oklahoma City. Um, Ben, he says ice equals no drive for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, K- KX4TQ. Um, uh, we got Paul. Paul saying good morning from Thomas River, New Jersey. He's in the in the chat this morning. Um, Patrick's in the chat. Got Don. Who else we got? Oh, David G says it's 72 in La La Land today. Oh, Isn't wow. Lovely. Congratulations uh, on your Super Bowl win, too. That yeah, was a right. Big one. I guess that's not Louisiana, but uh, Los Angeles. I'm, I'm guessing. I would guess so. We got uh, hmm. K5 uh, YVY 41 in North Mississippi. Um, KG6 INW Bill. He's 53 in Corpus Christi. Um, 33 and um, in uh, what's that? Central PA. That's uh, KB7 THL. Uh, Jeep and Mike. 24 in Central Oregon from Sean, uh, AI7EQ. So, yeah, a bunch of folks checking in this morning. All righty. Thank you for that. Peter, excuse me, Peter uh, in Kennewick, uh, 38 over there, which is just down the road from me. And uh, and 40 on Main Street, Ellicott City, Maryland. Nice. Very nice. We put a question out there every week uh, about you know, amateur radio and trying to get your take on it and what you've learned and all these sorts of things. This week, we're going to touch base on uh, something you would tell your first year amateur radio self. We put this question out on Facebook. I normally do something about, you know, Monday or whatever. And then we go through the uh, answers because it's not about us just talking at you. You're catching up on our life. We're catching up on where you are. But um, it, it, it's an interesting concept to think about. This is sort, sort of the kind of question you'd hear on one of your local two meter nets. And uh, I don't know if that's where it came from. It could have come from that. But um, it's interesting what you would what you would say. If you would like to, number one, if you have a question uh, for me and Steve, put a cue in front of it in the chat, and then we can pick it out, and we can get to those as uh, soon as we can. I'm going to pull that window up just in case uh, we need that. Uh, put a cue in front of your question. Also... Um, you can answer this question if you like to. The question is, what would you tell your first year amateur radio self? And Steve, I, I guess we could go first here. I mean, there's there's so many, um, so many lessons to be learned. And looking back, I mean, we're getting back to 2012 for me. HF is really when it became a, uh, a real, real thing. You know, once I upgraded mm-hmm. to general, and then I think it was six weeks later, I got the extra. It's like when the real learning began after the test. I probably should have taken the advice of a local uh, ham that was basically like, you know, just slow down, like slow down. Like you have a whole life to kind of figure this out and to get what you you going for. And 
I didn't listen to him necessarily then. I wasn't reckless in spending, but I wanted, Mm -hmm. you want the end all antenna. You want that antenna that'll give you everything and it's the magic bullet, you know, and it just doesn't exist. That might be my advice to people who are just getting in now is it just doesn't always exist. You just can't buy something and be there. Like I want to be a motorcycle driver and not, you know, bear with me, motorcycle guy. And I'll buy a Harley Davidson or I'll buy a Triumph motorbike and I'll just be cool. And yes, you will be cool. Uh, With this hobby and service, you just can't buy a certain thing. You could get a really expensive radio. Doesn't mean you know how to operate it. You could get yourself a Step IR or something like that. Doesn't mean you're going to work anything. You know, there's so many different elements. So uh, slowing down would have been a good thing for me. I wouldn't have listened. I probably still wouldn't listen. (laughs) Um, but that's probably what I would tell myself. Like, it's okay. Like pace, pace yourself out. What do you think, Steve? Steve is sidecar, Steve W seven UDI. And you've been in the game for over 40 years. Uh, what would you tell yourself? 45. And, uh, I had to really dig deep at, uh, I was a teenager and, uh, I didn't, I, if anything, I should have told myself slow down at, um, but when you're, uh, punk ass kid you're just going to town and it was like i wanted to do everything and anything and uh i that's all i thought about day and night was okay ham radio ham radio and uh so i should have just kind of went slow it down you got uh plenty of time 45 years later here i am mm-hmm. still so uh, so yeah i would uh, uh if, if i had any wisdom at 18, which I didn't, um, it, uh, it would have been to kind of take it easy, uh, smell the roses and, uh, just enjoy the, uh, enjoy the hobby. See some questions coming in. Thank you both. Uh, Scotty will pull those and drop those in and we'll try to get to those in order uh, as we can, as we go here, but just to take a look over at the 108, Steve, 108 comments came in about this. I didn't think it was going to be much at all. You know, what it, it is kind of weird. Like, what do you say? Is But it's a reflective type of question. Uh, John says, get your general class right after you pass the tech. Okay. And we've had some conversations about that in recent times. Yeah. I do think getting your general right on the heels of studying um, for your technician is wise because you're already kind of in that muscle memory, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, that you've... You've been studying. You've probably found a book or uh, on online. I actually did mine online because I'm in front of computers all the time. It actually worked better for me to take and study that way. Um, anyway, I I think that extra was a little different for me. I needed a little more time um, for that. But I think the technician into general was good for me only because I had been studying and it was in my, it was almost like going back to school and, 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 and preparing for the next test. And uh, so anyway. Uh, and, and doing the general, the same sitting at, uh, when you did your tech is uh, kind of accomplish a couple of things. It's uh, A, uh, even though you didn't study for it, you can see what's kind of ahead of you and what you need to deal with. You've already passed a test, so you're, you're good to go. And, yeah. and by happens chance you might be able to pass the general and now you got a twofer and uh 
but you have nothing to lose. You've already passed your your technician, so you're you're good to go at that point. So it's uh, good to see what's in store for you, at, you know, down the road. If so, I think it's a a great idea to to take it. Uh, why not? It doesn't hurt anything. It doesn't cost you any more. You're already in the sitting and uh, doing tests. So you're, I'd say go for it. Yeah, and and several others. And you know, if you go. Many people don't do the Facebook group. I say, I do. I'm back in it now. I feel good about it. I've put in a lot of privacy things. I put in a lot of stuff, and I'm there just for this mostly. Um, But you can just type in community question, and they all will come up. Like, do a search on our page, and you'll see all this stuff. So it's kind of a a repository for this information. A lot of good stuff here. Uh, Thomas, enter all of the contest. Always submit a log. Uh, Your plan to buy portable gear is the right one. General is worth it. Don't worry about which antenna. Just put up an antenna. 40 meters is probably the band to focus on. Now, this is these folks telling themselves. They're not telling you or me. This is what they would tell themselves. You like that one, Steve? Oh, God, yeah. yeah I like the part. It's just put up an antenna. Right. <laughs> just put something up and away you go. Good one, Thomas. That's awesome. Oh, here's another one from uh, George. That is good. Uh, Let's see. George says, just get on the air. Everyone makes mistakes starting out. Don't be afraid of that microphone. Another really good piece of advice for himself. This is, again, a reflection. Mm -hmm. What you would tell, and I think uh, Mike Shy, Mike Fright, it's all very real, and it's serious, and we should treat people uh, openly and nicely about that sort of stuff, but yeah, he found that as time's gone on, he is uh, just just go ahead and talk because it's not like you're broadcasting. Broadcasting would be totally different. That's mm-hmm. a whole different game. And this is not, you're not judged. You shouldn't be judged anyway. At least we're saying well, that. Well, you shouldn't be judged. The people that would judge you, the heck with them. Who cares what they think? Yeah, I've got a February picture like, of a pooping Opinions are like you. pooping pooches. Everyone has one. Yeah, and everyone's pooching. It's just, yeah. This is, uh, everyone has one. Indeed. All right, let's go back over to, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of problems. Uh, Jerry yeah, says to, uh, let's see, buy a good radio. Don't rush the decision, but buy a better antenna. Buy a good radio. Don't rush the decision, but buy a better antenna. And I think I'm hearing here, Steve, it's, you know, it's all about the antenna. Don't worry about the radio as much focus on getting a good antenna system and that's probably some really solid advice all right moving on remember if you have a question we got some questions coming in we'll try to get to those as quickly as we can i appreciate that put a cue in front of it so scotty can pull that and drop it off uh ian here don't take that's awesome (laughs) ian says don't take shit from those uh with a higher grade call sign okay I, you know, okay. I guess stand up for that's, yourself is the thing and uh, don't, and, I don't know. That's one thing I said, you know, my first year, because I've told you the story before about my double issue call sign. Right. And I took a lot of crap from people. I was, you know, labeled as a lid. I was labeled as bootlegger. I was labeled just all kinds of stuff. And it just, finally, I just said, I'm not taking any of your crap. I I got this piece of paper, came from the FCC, and says this is what I'm using. If you don't like it, go. Yeah, did audit yourself. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do that. 
There you go. A couple questions coming in. I really want to hit these now, though. We usually save them for later, but let's get on uh, to them here. We're, we're pulling them, and I want to encourage people to drop these questions in. So let's see what we can do, Steve-O. Uh, we'll answer some questions. Uh, Mark asks, going to make an ugly ballon, is position better close to the dipole or on the ground? Have heard both have given positive results yeah I, I saw that and i was kind of like oh that's an interesting idea putting it close to the ground it, it um ideally you want to put it up at the antenna because you want to keep all all the rf there but with the way a carolina windham antenna works you use the coax a little bit to your advantage of when you have common mode currents coming down the shield of the coax so i'm thinking you know what i try both but I would start off with the the ugly ballon on the uh, on the ground. And what's an ugly ballon? If people don't know what it is, it's basically you take like a PVC pipe form or whatever coffee can, whatever form, and you wrap eight to ten uh, layers or turns of uh, coax, and then uh, and then make a a choke there. And so it's kind of referred to as the ugly ballon. You, once you make it, or if you've seen one, you'll you'll know the the name. So, uh, and the purpose like is the to idea. keep the uh, standing wave ratio from coming back into your rig. The, the common mode current. So you want to keep the RF from getting back into the shack. You want to leave it outside. So mm -hmm. if you have a dipole, you got a horizontal component of the uh, of the of your signal plus a vertical component. So and, hey, and is is the idea that with the wrapping that the that it's going to get confused and have too much to spin it, around it's not a straight yeah, shot it, it creates kind of a, it creates a kind of a firewall to uh, to use you know uh, ip the terminology to keep the rf from coming back into the shack and uh and causing more issues so you're just keeping the rf outside and uh by moving the the choke down lower of the coax now you can maybe take advantage of now you have more radiating elements. So you got your horizontal vertical component and you're, you're good to go. I, I think it's a cool idea. Thank you for the question, Mark. If you have a question, put Q in front of it and we'll try to answer them as we sort of, uh, wind interweave. I don't know, as we weave some questions in with our general question from this week about what would you tell your first year self? And Richard says, get on the air. Get uh, by being intimidated by the microphone and make and making mistakes. Key up and say hi. Man, that's an important one. I always tell my girls because they're young. I'm like, the fastest way to make a friend is to smile and say hello. I mean, it really, there is, it's, it's as easy as that. Again, with the mic fright, you know, being afraid. Uh, and I think that there, we come from such a technical world. This is a, a technical hobby, and people are off the charts, man. We're talking astronauts and engineers and people who build things have mm -hmm. to deal with me and have to deal with other people who are not as technical in their in, in this game. Um, so I think there is a little bit of that built in where you're you understand there are some really. And even uh, some of the people who you hear just casually who've been in it have picked up a lot of information. So when you're new, you do feel a little bit, you know, like you might be challenged uh, or asked a question that you don't know. Everybody hates that. 
But uh, mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit, Steve. Oh, yeah. It, it's uh, people get intimidated really easy. And it, a lot depends on who they're exposed to in the, in the beginning. The, the folks that uh, do the uh, VE testing or that involve in the VE group or their kind of their personal Elmers that help them teach that they could kind of like, okay, this is amateur radio. This is not CB. You know, we do things right or this way and uh, it can confuse somebody. And, uh, and then they start hearing, oh yeah, we've had astronauts and scientists and inventors, all the Kings senators. We've had all kinds of people, across the board that are in our hobby and uh so it could get a little confusing for someone brand new and it's just uh and you you kind of have to tell yourself hey and uh slow down and just be yourself and you'll be accepted and if if they you know that person on the other end doesn't like what you're saying or how you're saying it then tell them to go take a hike mm-hmm. and move on as uh we got James in the chat. Say, He's a kilo. What do they say? My way or the highway? What were you getting ready to say? You were getting ready to say something. Yeah, if, there's always the big the big knob on the uh, as Yo, Riley right. Hollinsworth used yeah, to say, just the spin the big knob. Uh, James, uh, let's see. He's Kilo India Five Oscar Echo Bravo. His question is: What is a good recommended tuner? One sixty to six meters. Oh, you can answer that, but. Um, a sponsor of the show, just to let you know, and, and the one I use when I'm in the field is LDG, and um, that's what I would say. But I mean, there are many different things, and that's what I use portable. I, Inside the shack, yeah. I try to have resonant antennas. I don't always have them. They're under a certain two-to-one, and I don't even bother it. Or if I do touch it up, it's inside the radio. Portable now, uh, my tuner's a, it's an, you know an LDG, but that's... That's a, and I should say they are a sponsor, but I did pay for that tuner. <laughs> it, it, that one's a tough one. I mean, it's uh, without saying it's, well, go buy this brand or this brand. LD, yes, LDG is a sponsor of the show here. and uh, But it's going to come down to costs and what you want. Do you want a manual? Do you want an auto tuner? Do you, uh, how much do you uh, have in your budget to spend? Um, because And then what? power levels are you planning on running you planning on down the road running full legal limit then you should probably think about uh, a tuner that's good for full legal limit Uh, a a reputable brand it would be good there's uh, quite a few out there even mfj makes some great uh, tuners Uh, uh, ldg um, there's just quite a few out there so i just uh, look at what you planning on doing and uh, what you want to do, kind of think ahead and then look at And it all comes down to it, like everything else we do in this hobby. It's how much do you want to invest into it uh, uh, of your of your money? And uh, and it's, you know, making that decision is like, you know, radios. <laughs> it's uh, it's a tough one. It's a personal one. But uh, external tuners are great. They have uh, a wide range uh, tuners. And that's another thing. Uh, spec that you might want to look into is uh, how much of a wide range tuner but in the end it comes down to the dineros your budget that's Uh, probably the that's mm -hmm. probably the part i missed there is it depends on your budget and what you want to do Mm -hmm. your power levels all that is a consideration 
If you have a question, put a cue in front of it. Steve and I are here to serve, and we will try to help you as best we can. We have a radio club visiting us. We're going to go and visit with Ben uh, now. This is a good time to pull him up. we got 10 minutes to focus on the club. So, Steve, uh, you hang out with me, too. Let's see. All right. Here's the brother right here that uh, he's responsible for the dog calendar. Ben, uh, he's Kilo X-Ray 4 Tango Quebec, a very active member of... Uh, our group and our community. Uh, so it's good to have you here, Ben. Thanks for coming. Thank you for the Pooping Pooches calendar. It's been hours worth of fascinating discussion. Uh, my in-laws are like, wow, what's that? And then they secretly turn to my wife and like, I told you that guy was a complete, what a, what a mess. He's got a calendar <laughs> full of him. crapping dogs. It's just, <laughs> I can't believe it. That's my daughter. <laughs> so thank you, Ben. Thank you for making uh, things more complicated in the house. Uh, when I first got it, I was like, oh, you know, uh, I guess there's a message in here somewhere that this show is for. But I know you, so I knew that you, it was all sent with love. But thank you. Look at that. This is one that I love. We're going to talk about the club for sure. But look at this guy up here. This is a soda activation, I guess. Can we see it? There he is. That's what he... That's what he thought about your contact. Snap the rope. Snap the rope, pooch. Hello, Ben. Good morning, everybody. Good to have you Hi, here. Ben. Ben's in the Discord. He's uh, very helpful. He helps out and does uh, all that stuff. We answer questions and, and all that sort of stuff. So it's good to have you here in the flesh. Now, you recently moved. I know that you moved away from uh, Tennessee and you're in Virginia now, but this is your radio club, the Lakeway Amateur radio club let's uh let's talk a little bit about that and uh what can you teach us about it well uh lakeway l-a-r-c is uh, uh it's uh, an awrl special service club and uh they've been around about about 33 34 years I had to do some quick research this week mm -hmm. and uh called a couple of the longtime members and um you're looking. You're you're showing the uh, website right there right now. Now they used to. Uh, the past couple of years, it's been because of COVID and restrictions and all that. They used to do uh, a yearly ham fest, and it was uh, usually the second weekend in January, or first weekend. I'm sorry, first weekend in January, and it was all indoor, and uh, it was. Uh, all the tailgating was indoor. Uh, it, it was at a uh, local uh, community college's uh, equine facility, or, or well, they use it mostly for equine, but it's an auditorium and they do a little bit of everything there. But uh, uh, it was uh, it's a it's a great place. It was a great place to do it all inside. After everybody's been cooped up for the holidays, it was good to get out and be able to uh, socialize and 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 see what kind of deals you could get. How do they keep the things going? What, what are some of the activities? And, you know, it it's gets harder and harder, it seems. How do you keep people interested in what's going on where you are or where you were in that club? Well, they, uh, <clears throat> of course, monthly meetings, uh, once a month. Um, we get together for field day and winter field day and different stuff and uh some of the uh, simulated emergency tests, participate in those as well. Um, sets, I believe is what they call them. 
they do, uh, we've got about 50 members. I still say we because it's the only club that I'm a member of, and they do a great job, and I'll probably keep supporting them as well. They have uh, about 50 members uh, with monthly meetings and BE testings at every meeting, uh, unless there's just a great, some kind of emergency that, that, uh, that the testing crew doesn't get to get there. Uh, they test with uh, WCARS, Western Carolina Amateur Radio Society, of which I'm a VE for them. And uh, the, uh, the call sign, W2IQ, used to belong to uh, Henry Clark. Uh, they called him Hank, silent key now. And he was a, one of the founding members of the club and uh was just really active in it and with the original club the club's original call sign was kilo foxtrot for juliet 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 and from what i was told a lot of people would do uh uh jjj and when you'd say it on the radio it'd get confused with kkk and that was a little bit of contention there and so then that's when they finally went with uh uh, Hank's call sign, W2IQ, they adopted it with the blessing of the family. And uh, it's been that, uh, been that for, for a while now. They've got uh, the, one of the few clubs that actually own their repeater site, from what I've been told. Uh, when they bought the property, they were a, one of a half a dozen or so that actually owned their own repeater site. They've got a nicer site up on the mountain don't have to worry about getting permission to get into it or, or to their main site. Um, they've got uh, two meter, 70 centimeter capabilities and actually service three sites. Um, all of the sites are linked, I believe, back to uh, there. Two of them are linked to each other. Um, there are also a couple of uh, links to the Middle Tennessee Emergency Amateur Radio Society network. It's all RF link, uh, M-tiers. So that is a statewide uh, set of repeaters that goes from one end of the state to the other, from Memphis to Bristol and on up. And um, they do a real good job as far as keeping up with that. And that's, uh, that's real good for weather Weather watching is, is the biggest thing we see with that one. Steve, we have a few minutes. you have a question for Ben? Oh, I'm just uh, – so, Ben, are you still participating uh, with the club as far as, like, field days or some of the other events? Obviously, you don't go to the, the meetings, per se, the in-person meetings, being that uh, you're in, in Virginia now. But uh, I would imagine through the pandemic uh, – uh, the meetings were held virtually and were you able to participate in those meetings? A lot of them were virtually. Uh, we did find a few ways around that. Anybody that was brave enough, we would, uh, we would hold a, uh, outdoor meeting, uh, mm-hmm. back in, back in the summer of 2020, we, we would go to a local park, uh, a County park. They had a big pavilion we could use cook hot dogs and hamburgers and throw the food out and we'd have our meeting and just a big, uh, big gab. And uh, they did, um, let's see in 2021, they did a, uh, 
a meet and greet with some uh, some of the other local clubs. We had it at a member's church out in his parking lot, and that was uh, you know we had a little little mini ham fest and and swap meet and and we were under a big circus tent and it was it was pretty nice and uh, like I said I, I I participate when I can um, mm-hmm. with the logs and all of that. Uh, as far as field day and stuff like that, yeah, I can I can work work as the club or for the club and submit my logs with them. So that makes it kind of nice. Oh, great! Just, yeah, got to find a got to so, find a club a club up here in the area though. So, uh, how would you generalize the club as um, you know? Clubs kind of have somewhat identity or the, uh, a focus on uh, what they like to do. You know, some clubs are you know social clubs. Some are geared more for uh, public service others are geared for uh, radio sport or contesting uh, how would you generalize your your club here i would say ours is more uh, along the lines of public service we've got uh, we support the local communities uh, comms for a uh, uh, couple half marathons around uh, we participate with another group in Knoxville, Tennessee, and do the uh, and and help with comms for the Knoxville Marathon. Uh, let's see, they've got a uh, put together a grant request and were approved for it, and we wound up with a. Uh, it was from the East Tennessee Healthcare Coalition, I believe. And or it may just been the Tennessee Healthcare Coalition. I'm not sure, but no, it was East Tennessee. And we would serve the East Tennessee area, and we put a comms trailer together. And if they need us, we'd go out. We've got a big trailer. It's all labeled up and decaled up, and it's got three separate operating positions in it. Uh, we have a, uh, a, a dual fuel generator that we can run, working on solar for it. Um, we got HF. VHF, UHF, uh, digital capabilities. We can, uh, we've got, uh, we can use, they got authorization to use some of the shares frequencies for the government. So there's a potential for that thing to, uh, to really take off and, and be, uh, be very beneficial in an emergency situation. So I would say that they are more public service related. Excellent. Thank you, Ben, for uh, coming by. If you're in uh, Tennessee, look up the Lakeway Amateur Radio Club online. It's uh, lakewayarc.org. Thanks for coming by, Ben. Appreciate you, brother. Good deal. Thank you. Take care, man. All right. Let's move on over here. Going to tell you about the... Listen. Oh, girl. Let's talk about the 100-watt ID. You're going to want that... And I'll tell you why. Because number one, you'll become part of the mailing list. But that's not all. You get a sequentially issued 100-watt ID. uh, And it's easy to do. All you need to do is go to 100wattsandawire.com. Fill out your name, your call sign, your email address, your sequentially issued, your 100-watt ID. You can use it when we do our operating events, our nets, all that over 4,000, 5,000, I think we're 5,000 deep now with the 100 watt IDs. Plus, you can then become a reviewer for 30 days. The 30 day peer review system is in full effect. 
And uh, coming up this week, you'll hear about the 40-meter Isotron antenna. Visit 100wattsandwire.com and click the 100-watt ID tab. All right, back up to Stevie and me and myself. You like that? I got to like to have a little music going on behind me. Makes me feel sexy inside. A little noodling going on there. Yeah, a little noodling. That's our own uh, Scotty here. We're trying to cut a new album, a whole record. But uh, I want to do a rap song, and he won't let me. So uh, we'll uh, we'll do that. Uh, bring uh, we'll bring Scotty up here. Also, there's a question. Let's get to a uh, a question. If you have some and you're here with us live in the chat, uh, please subscribe to wherever you get podcasts. This is a podcast that uses YouTube for live streaming. It's a repository for Q and A type of stuff. Um, but if you're here now live, that's cool. Put a Q in front of your question. Scotty will grab it. And uh, how's everybody, the temperament there in, in the uh, chat today? Everybody behaving themselves? Or are they asking you for gummies? No, <laughs> no, no, no requests for the gummies. Everyone's, everyone's behaving themselves, as usual. A bunch of, bunch of, bunch of good guys here we, that we got here at Hunter Watson Wire. Um, there's uh, some folks offering some advice. Um, one of the, somebody asked a question about dropping a in-fed wire off their balcony. Oh. And uh, so they're getting lots of good advice um, in the chat already. Um, and, uh, hi Ben. That was, that was a great episode. Um, yeah, that's about all. That's about it. All right. Yeah. Ben is I'm a dropping, fun guy. Dropping some links and you know, yeah, he's got to yeah, keep you, know, you up to, you know, Ben, Ben talked about, he's looking for a new club. So now that he's in Virginia, I think, Ben, this is some advice from good old Sycar. I think you need to start the Poochin, uh, Poopin Poochin's, Radio club, the PPRC, the founding member, Pooping Pooches Radio Club or Society. There you go. Yeah, PPRRS. Yeah, I love dogs. I'm. It's growing on me watching them take dumps in fields and off of mountaintops. But you know, I'm coming around to it. You get no warm feeling, huh? I had my. It's a warm me. It's a warm feeling. I do have a lot I had my dog with me on Wednesday uh, out at one of our microwave sites, and uh, he's a uh, a American Shepherd or Australian Shepherd, and uh, he uh, I had him in the compound, and uh, first thing he does, squeeze the rope out. Yeah, and, pinch uh, the rope, snap like the right rope there for you. Comp site, the old like, thanks, Bart. Rope-a-do. There you go. This episode is now literally Gone one to miss. To <laughs> It's so, one, Ben, one yeah, I think you need to start the Pooping Pooches Radio Club, PPRC. <laughs> Get it going. We'll join, and uh, I'd be happy to be part of the founding members. Because Ben says tur- turds on the air. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. There you go. Jesus. I, I, I don't know. What a stupid son of a bitch. Oops, did I say that out loud? <laughs> All right, we're going to send Scotty back to the chat. If you have a question, uh, put a cue in front of it. We'll grab it. There's one more, Steve, as we get into. The hour just flies by, and we like to keep it kind of tight. And at some point, maybe we'll expand and do more. I'd I'd love to do that. I could probably do this a couple times a week, but we'll we'll just focus on today. Uh, Let's see. Nim, he's a Kilo November 6, Kilo Tango X-Ray. Hey guys, good morning. Just moved from Los Angeles to beautiful Miami Beach with a 40-foot balcony. 
on a 24-foot facing due east, unobstructed. What antenna recommendation would you make for HF? Uh, reception sucks with the wire I laid out, uh, but don't want to invest in something more pricey if the results may be similar. I have an HOA. What's your thoughts? I I think someone would uh, said the NFED wire, and I think, hey, that's a pretty good idea. And uh, so, uh, yeah, Nim, try that. See if you can uh, find yourself a, a 49-to-1 Ballon and, uh, uh, you know, put down a, a wire, hang it down. Well, you kind of have to be a little stealthy because the people below you, if you kind of went – you know, right in the middle of the balcony and hung it straight down, they're going to go, what's this wire? So you might have to kind of go off to the side a little bit and uh, give it a try. See what happens. Throw out a counterpoise, about a 15-foot uh, counterpoise up on the balcony. Just have it on the uh, railing there. And then 49-to-1 uh, ballon and drop the wire and uh, see what happens. Throw a little uh, weight on it, like a, a fishing weight, so that it will... Uh, it won't flop around in the wind, but, but, uh, yeah. Flopping around in the wind for flopping five, around. five points, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. These five, nine. When you hear that, you, that's the HR, <laughs> the, the code for HR, send him down to HR innuendo yeah. and out the window or whatever it's called. Oh, I'm, I'm going straight to the, to the office. Another question. Right you ready? This is speed round. You, you ready? Did we get him? Did we yeah. sort him out? All right, cool. There's I think it. we got him sorted out. Thanks, Nim. Kilo 5, November Alpha Romeo. I joined late today. Are y'all still doing HF Nets? Yes. Well, yes, we're still doing HF Nets. Sunday nights. uh, We've been on 40 meters here lately. We start off with Paul and two HYG uh, from Tom's River, New Jersey, and for the first hour, and then I pick it up on the second hour. Christian kind of relays for us uh, in the middle of the country. So, yes, we are. We've been kind of around 72.15, plus or minus, kind of. That's We've been kind of finding that uh, area. So, 40 meters Sunday night, uh, start off at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. here on the West Coast, and then I pick it up on the second hour. So, come and join in. Okie dokie. We'll take some more questions. If you have a question, we'll go until about the top of the hour. Put a cue in front of us. Scotty will uh, pull it, and we'll take care of it as we can. Uh, another question coming in is, uh, my dishwasher slams 20 meters. Any suggestions? Don't run the dishwasher while you're on the air. How about using a rag in your hands? I don't yeah, know. Is hand that washing. No. Ha- hand wash. Yeah, no, that's... That's the unfortunate part is a lot of new appliances, um, and I I found that out uh, the hard way when I uh, set up uh, on one of our tune-ups at, at back at the house. Um, my normal shack here, where we're at right now, is away from the house, and so I set up a station in the garage, and my wife started running the, the washing machine, and and it just tore everything up and uh so mm-hmm. yeah these new uh appliances are using uh pulse code modulation to run the motors and everything and they're just really really noisy so as the easiest thing is don't run it while you're on the air or at least it may try be, to have the wife not run it it may be better for your water bill to do it later in the evening i know that's mm-hmm. probably a pain but i think running water later like washing clothes later in the day is actually better uh, so I think I, you said something yeah, about I, pulse meter. What did you say? 
Pulse code modulation. That's PCM. Pulse code modulation. It counts. Oh, it counts. All right. Counts. So HR points. <laughs> HR points for you there. That counts. All right. Looking at another question, uh, as we go through, again, drop a cue in front of it. We'll collect them and do our best to hit them as quick as we can. Uh, here's a question. With a tuner and watt meter in line, which is closest to the antenna? This is a signal flow. How you mm -hmm. structure your shack with a tuner and a watt meter in line, which is closest to the antenna? Hey, uh, so yeah, that hey, we have to think about signal yeah, flow. Yeah, that was... Uh, well, they're all... I, I don't so know. if you have your the, radio, the tuner eventually the tuner will eventually be closest to the tuner. I mean, to the antenna. The question is, where do you put the watt meter? And that could go either way. Um, I unless if you have it, if you, I would put it on between the radio and the tuner, just that way you could see that the tuner is matching the line and giving you good VSWR for the radio to see. So what you're doing is you want the radio to be matched as best as possible with tuner. And then you go from there. I, I put it between the two and then have that. So it'd be radio, watt meter, tuner, and then antenna. There you go. Good question. Thank you for that one. Uh, take a, take a last one here that came through the form. Is there a frequency that is used just for CW practice? As must far be. as yeah, th there is, the ARRL does CW uh, uh, practice. Mess they send it. They broadcast every every day. So um, and they they list those uh, on their website and they in the uh, QST. So I'd go look at uh, look up the ARRL. A website and go look for their um, CW uh, uh, practice sessions. I, I'm trying to remember what they call it, but they uh, at least once a day they uh, send out uh, a CW for people to practice, and uh, so that's a that's a good one. All you need is a receiver, and off you go. And if you don't have a receiver, utilize one of the uh, web SDRs that are uh, available out there on the interwebs. All right. Thank you very much for that question. If there's any others, put a cue in front of that and we'll pick it up here. We'll bring uh, Scotty up to hang out with us. Uh, an interesting comment in the chat right now. Uh, James says, my dad, W2NZH, turns 97 on Monday. He's been a ham since nice. age 16. If you'd, uh, if you'd wow. like to have him come on the show or wow. you'd like to come on and talk about it, uh, drop us a That's note. Awesome. We'll pull that. And yes. I know technology yeah, can be a little great. tricky. Hey, can I tell y'all something? You know, uh, we talked about the net on, um, you know, Sunday, 7 o'clock Central Time, HF Net. Well, there is a guy who, his name is Dale. Now, Dale, I don't know if he's here today, but he offered, we, we have a gentleman who joins our net pretty frequently. His name is Phil, and um, he's in his 80s, and he's in the Northeast somewhere in Massachusetts, right? He's near the ocean. Uh, close to Boston. Close yeah. to Boston, okay. In the Boston area, but near the ocean. I think he can see mm -hmm. the water where he is, whatever. And we were worried about him, and I thought, and I mentioned, I think, on last week's show that we would, I'd love to have him on and almost do an oral history with Phil, just to kind of have a shoot the S uh, segment with him. Well, there was a ham in his area. He's about 90 minutes away. He he offered, he's a firefighter, first responder, 
and said he would go to meet Phil. He's been vaccinated and boosted. He said he would wear a mask. He's a first responder, which I know is important to Phil. He um, not only all the all the COVID stuff, but all the um, you know his he was a military man, and a first responder to him is you know is an important thing and to us. But anyway, there is something on the table now where uh, a man will go there, help him set up the technology to join us. And uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about that, but that recently came up as an offer. I think it's great, a really nice offer. I'd love to have Phil here. That would uh, be amazing, absolutely amazing. So if we can get him wow. on the net, I have to try to pitch it. So join us uh, on Sunday, 7 o'clock Central, because if we can get him on on the net again to ask him, because I don't have his phone number, we kind of have to work from the net and see if he would consider that. He's got a wife and other health considerations, but uh, just a simple laptop or like a little camera and good audio, we could get his oral history and share it with the with the people. What you oh, what yeah, you think about? Make that as a uh, 100 watts and wire special uh, member highlight. Oh, that would be, cool. be great. That would just be absolutely fantastic. I know Phil probably has a little bit, he's into the technology a little bit because one day I was perusing, you know, QRZ and uh, in the forums and I saw Phil's call sign with a, with a thumbs up on a, uh, on a, on a posting. So it's, oh, like, oh, look at that. It's so uh, it really subtle, but there it was. So there, he's, he's there. He's there, but he doesn't have an email address listed. So yeah, uh, we can, we can find that out. We're going to check on him. I, I, I definitely want to, it would be good to get his oral history. He gives us little, mm -hmm. you know, we can glean a little tidbits. bit from tidbits of his life as a military man and what he did. And it all seems really heady and important, you know, whatever he was, whatever he was doing. But um, uh, that gentleman that's, uh, you know, 97 and has been licensed at 16, I would love to hear the story. This man has saw what, um, what amateur radio is has changed how much it's changed over the years i mean he's been involved in the hobby for 81 years wow and, uh, that, that's incredible I james mean, drop us 16. a line man drop us a line yes. and and if he can't come on i understand it or doesn't want to i yeah. get it but maybe you can share that story i mark got says phil's creeping phil's creeping out there phil's creeping around yep. he, you think he's around <laughs> so um I had an opportunity one time, this was a number of years ago, I came across a gentleman on 20 meters and uh, I thought he was much younger than what he was, what he was. He was in his nineties mm. and he was talking about when he first got his ticket in the thirties and uh, what he had to do to get his license, what all the equipment he had to build and, and how, and to watch the, the hobby grow and change and all through the different licensing structures that we went through over the years. And it's, a I was amazed. I was just in awe of listening to him. And he was sharp. He was in his 90s. And I thought he was like, he was in his 60s. He was so quick. And, uh, and it was up on top of all the little nuances that we have today. So James, yes, would love to hear from your dad there on uh, uh, and just his thoughts of how the hobby has evolved and what he experienced in the hobby. So 
That would be great. A couple of quick notes. Um, Pastor Joe is back. He's been on a social media hiatus. Lots of people are asking about him. Um, I try not to pump his head up too much. <laughs> oh, that didn't make it. We're getting censored. We're getting censored everything we say. But uh, Pastor Joe is in the chat today. Hello to him. He picked up his first uh, Pearl Jam CD this week. He's loving the Pearl Jam. So he's got nice. Pearl Jam 10. Uh, bring another one in here. We'll, we'll, we'll catch Classic. him up. Uh, he also says that uh, the ham quote for the day, my dishwasher slams 20 meters. That one counts as well. He says that should be a T-shirt. So that's Man, yeah. he goes off onto a social media detox and comes back in swinging. Way to go, Joe. He comes back in swinging. Swinging up. also counts as HR points. So there we go. We got a new, a new thing. It will keep us in check. It won't keep us in check. We'll just have a cue that knows that when we're quite inappropriate this week um i um released an unreleased that doesn't sound right but an unreleased interview i did with hap holly is this week's podcast episode check that out because um i did it as a live stream and i never released it on the audio side until this week you may enjoy it hap is an important figure in um amateur radio content and news. He did 30 years with um, the Rain Report. Very interesting guy. He's a uh, blind op and has done some amazing things with his disability. It hasn't stopped him. And he's still grinding it out. This week uh, on the podcast, we'll get the 30 days of the 40 meter Icetron. It looks like a giant egg beater, you guys. Egg beater? Uh, that's a partial. <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to do? <laughs> We must have hit our time. <laughs> wow, well, well, yeah. You guys uh, stay out of trouble, whatever you do. Thanks for joining us today live. Of course, subscribe where you get podcasts. Podcast listeners, if you're around on Saturday morning, we record it live and um, invite you in to join us. Appreciate everybody coming by today. Any final thoughts as we get out of here, uh, Scotty? No, I'm uh, probably going to go take a nap after all this talk of rope dope and... <laughs> Poop talk. <laughs> I know where I'm going. Beating, beating twenty meters. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm worn out. Yeah, uh, beating twenty <laughs> meters. Beating twenty meters will get you an HR uh, pop there, Steve. Any, any uh, final thoughts? <clears throat> nah, just uh, gonna enjoy the uh, four day weekend because uh, yeah. it's uh, President's weekend. So uh, for those that having uh, Monday off, uh, enjoy your uh, long weekend. Get out on the air. Join us uh, tomorrow night. Uh, on the uh, Sunday night net. We didn't have one last week for because of Super Bowl because the last thing we need is a bunch of drunken hams or more drunken hams on the air. Right. So uh, you didn't want me. And uh, so uh, if you can, come and join us Sunday evenings on 40 Meters. Uh, Uncle Paul starts off the uh, the festivities and uh, we'll come and uh, we'll wrap it up in, in the evening as you uh, get to... Deal with me. Mark says Scotty's <laughs> hitting the gummies. Yeah, go yeah. go join us over at the And he's Discord. not sharing. Come on, bro. Uh, come on, man. It's been such a long time. <laughs> it's been such a long time. I could do a gummy. <clears throat> it hasn't been that long for me. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Whoa. All right, guys. Stay out of trouble. <clears throat> Thank you all so much. Thanks to our guest, Ben, for coming by and teaching us Thanks, about everyone. the Lakeway Thanks, Amateur man. Radio Club. We'll catch you again real soon. Maybe even a live stream during the net. Uh, we'll just see. It's a, it is a long weekend here, and and we'll uh, see how it goes. Uh, if uh, whatever you do.
by all means, please try and stay above the noise. 73, guys. Take care. We'll see you again soon. 73. Bye-bye. 73. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.